0: Lock, talk, radio.
1: Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Late Night Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports Page and federalbaseball.com. dot com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball, who is sort of awake. I've got Dave Nichols from the District Sports Page on the line. I mean, after the Nationals five nothing loss to the LA Dodgers, the Dodgers snap a four game losing streak. Dave will start with Joe Ross on the mound, three and three and seven starts before tonight, two eight oh ERA, two five seven fit, four walks. That's zero point eight oh walks per nine, forty seven Ks, nine point four O okay K per nine, and a two eighteen, two forty nine, three twenty nine line against and in forty five innings pitched. Mats made the decision after his last having to stick with him in the rotation over Doug Fister when Steven Strasburg returned. His first start against the Dodgers tonight. Three scoreless to start, but a leadoff triple by Andre Ethier in the fourth. He should have been out, but UNL Escobar missed the tag after Michael Taylor misplayed it but made a strong throw in. One out later, no doubter on a hanging slider to Yasio Puig. 2-0 LA at that point. Joe Ross matched his walk total in the first 45 innings in the majors in four and two-thirds tonight with his fourth walk in the fourth inning. Uh, fifth inning, I should say. Loaded the bases up for Puig. Hit a three-run triple to right that fell in front of a diving Clint Robinson who just couldn't get there. Five-nothing at that point. That was all for Joe Ross tonight. Four and two-thirds, six hits, five runs, five earned runs, four walks, one strikeout, one home run allowed. Ends up throwing 89 pitches in that stretch. Not a bad outing from him. A few defensive miscues cost him, and one hanging flatter to Squeak Just absolutely crushed for that two-run home run. But overall, not a bad outing from Joe Ross.
0: Yeah, really. The hanging slider was was the worst pitch of the night, obviously, and, and Puig just crushed the crap out of that ball. Um, yeah. the, the 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 triple in, in the fifth inning. Look, Bryce Harper makes that catch, not even sliding. I mean, uh, Robinson um, very politely rumbled to the ball, um, <laughs> and then and then made an ill-advised uh, slide that, that ended up getting past him. I mean, he should have kept that ball in front of him and tried to limit the damage. I mean, the ball hit before, uh, before his slide got to it. So, um, so really a competent outfielder would have made that catch. And, and we're talking about a different ball game, but, um, but the bottom line is that the Nats just didn't have it tonight and weren't gonna it going to get a goal against Grinky. Um, you know, Grinky only gave up six hits and walked one in his six innings. And, um, you know, unless you're going to make, uh, um, unless you're going to jump on Grinky early and the Nats had a couple of opportunities early, um, and they weren't able to take advantage of it. So, um, as we've said multiple times on this show, um, you know, when the offense isn't going, uh, every mistake gets multiplied. And tonight it was the hanging slider that Ross threw in um, and, and Clint Robinson's linebacker uh, performance out in right field. <laughs>
1: well, we'll get to the reason he was out there in a minute, but you mentioned Zach Greinke, so we'll go with him next. Unbeaten in his last nine starts, 6-0 and with the Dodgers 7-2 and over that stretch. A 171 ERA, 157, 203, 197 line against, and 64 and two thirds innings pitched in that time. 11 and 2 on the year, 171 ERA, 263 FIP, 235, 270 line against, and 152 and a third innings pitched in his third season with the Dodgers. He'll look nice in the Nationals uniform next year. Four scoreless on 64 pitches. <laughs> 109 pitches total after six scoreless tonight, 16 scoreless overall versus the Nats going back to last May, 14 scoreless and two starts this year. Just a dominant performance from him again. Same thing we saw in D.C. a few weeks back when the Nationals couldn't figure him out. Six hits allowed, one walk, six Ks on the night, 109 pitches, 71 strikes in six innings. They were able to run his pitch count up there. They had some nice at-bats, as we mentioned, put a few runners on against him, but ultimately couldn't come up
0: with anything against Frankie again. Yeah, I saw what you did there, and I like the way you think. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, and I'm I'm going to be polite about this because I realize this is a family show. But uh, but if Grinky wasn't such a weirdo, and I realize he's got some uh, some legitimate personal issues. But if he wasn't such a weirdo on top of that, this guy could be the face of Major League Baseball. I mean, he is one of the best, one of the two or three best pitchers in the game, and he gets so very little attention because he shies away from it he he's got some some, some personality disorders that, that 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 makes him want to stay out of the out of the limelight um he's very prickly with reporters um but he is one of the best pitchers in the game and every time he takes the hill uh you know he's a threat to go out and throw out a shutout and and he just continues to do it and um and he took advantage of you know of the nats tonight you know like i said they had some opportunities against him um, but he managed to, to, to make quality pitches when he needed to and, and got out of the, the, the few jams that he did. Um, this guy is just a great, great pitcher, and um, and if the Nats want to spend you know $200 million, uh to lock him up for the next year, <laughs> four or five years, I, I'd like nothing better than that.
1: Yes, I'll continue to dream of a uh, Max Scherzer, Stephen Strasberg, and Zach Greinke rotation for next year, just the top three. That would be hell of a rotation to go with and then Gio gonzalez joe ross or whoever you want to throw in the back there would be i'll just dream about it because it would be fun to watch and i know mike rizzo liked drinking and went after him earlier when he was available but didn't get him in the end but they went it'd be a historically good rotation They, they did we know how well that's working out so far uh just a quick note on the dodgers lineup against ross uh It went with six of eight left-handed position players. Uh, He started the night 161, 179, 161 versus right-handed batters. 297, 333, 541 for left-handed hitters against Ross before tonight. One of the two righties, Puig, is the one who really got him in the fourth uh, with the home run and the triple. But the left-handers, one for four for Rollins, two for four for Kayaspo. Gonzalez was 0 for four. Ethier, one for three with a run scored and a walk. Uh, I don't know if that walk is against him. I'd have to go back and look a little more closely. But wh- what do you see from Joe Ross? Matt Williams talked last time when the Diamondbacks did the same thing about having to hit that outside corner low with the fastball and keep it down, so you can't really do much with it. Uh, back foot the slider and kind of bust that in on lefties to get them there. But what do you see with him against lefties? That I have him uh, putting up the uh, struggling against left-handers so far in his career in the majors at least. Look,
0: yeah, it's it's kind of the same problem that. Uh... Um, that Blake Trinan has. I mean, he's effectively a two pitch pitcher. The, the, the fastball, which he's got really good command on, uh, and unlike Blake Trinan, um, but the slider is, is his out pitch. Uh, the, the changeup is still very much a work in progress, which is why he started at AA this year. Um, to be effective at the major league level as a starting pitcher um, against left handed batters, especially a team like the Dodgers, that, like you said, can put seven left handed batters in their lineup you have to be able to throw a changeup to make them look away um, as opposed to looking in. I mean, left-handers love to look in. It's classic where the left-handed power is down and in and that's where sliders go, right? If you throw them correctly, sliders go down and in as as a right-handed pitcher. So um, what is death to right-handed batters for both Trinan and Ross um, is that devastating slider, which breaks down and away. Um, And to left-handers, it breaks right into their wheelhouse. So, So for Ross to have, Long term viability as, as a as a top of the rotation. I'm not saying he's going to be a one or two, but I think Ross's ceiling is, a, is as a three or four. But to have long term viability, he's going to have to get at least a change up enough where batters have to think about it being there. Um, it has to look like his fastball out of his hand, and then it's got to drift away from lefties just to make them think that he can throw it. Um, otherwise, um, you know they're they're gonna they're gonna uh, watch the fastball go and, and sit on the slider in and they're gonna rake it and I think that's kind of what we saw tonight. What what made what made Geo so good last night against the Dodgers uh, is what um, made Ross struggle tonight against the Dodgers.
1: The big news of the night, I, I, obviously before the game, that resulted in Robinson out there and right and costing the Nationals three runs there when he couldn't get to that ball. Bryce Harper left knee soreness, Uh, he injured his knee, they don't know the extent of it, they said they didn't take an MRI, so they think he might be back in tomorrow, so you'd think it isn't that bad, but Nationals fans are conditioned at this point to panic whenever something like this happens, Uh, the same knee that he hurt two years back running into the walls in Atlanta and L.A., and he sliding play last night came up empty on what was uh, Jose Peraza's first major league hit. Ended up being a triple when Harper couldn't come up with it. He sits out of the game tonight. He was apparently available off of the bench and able to pinch hit if they needed him, according to Matt Williams, but they rested him. Do you think it's a good idea to rest him tomorrow against uh, Clayton Kershaw, too, and not make him face a devastating lefty? Or what are your thoughts on Harper and what we've heard so far about the knee?
0: Well, the the Nats' offense is centered around Harper, so whenever he's not in the game, um, they're already at a, at a huge disadvantage. Um, we saw tonight when he's not in the game defensively, uh, they're at a huge disadvantage as well, too. So, obviously, um, you want Harper to play in every game that he's uh, physically capable of. it. All that being said, I, it wouldn't bother me to see him get another day off and not hit against Kershaw tomorrow. Um I, I think uh, I think tomorrow's going to be a recipe for disaster um regardless. I mean, I know Jordan Zimmerman um you know is going to go out there and give his normal bulldog effort, but um you know, unless something strange happens, uh you know, the the, the Grinky Kershaw buzzsaw is just so tough to go against that um that you almost say, you know, let's um, well, let's save, let's save our, our bullets here. Uh, make sure that there's nothing wrong with Harper and get him back in for the Giants series. I know that's a defeatist attitude, and the, the Nats are now two and a half games behind the Mets. Um, they keep falling falling further back uh, um, behind the eight ball. But it, honestly, do um, you want Bryce Harper for the next six weeks or the next one game? So, um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he can take tomorrow off as well. You can sort of understand, and we've seen how good Greinke is,
1: talked about it here tonight, how dominant a pitcher he is, that the Nationals weren't able to come up with much of, in the way of offense against him. Dodgers' bullpen, however, has been a serious weakness in the last couple of weeks where they posted a posted a six or seven ERA as a bullpen combined. Uh, but Yimi Garcia tonight, scoreless seventh and eighth. Luis Avalon comes on, scoreless ninth. That's getting nothing against Greinke or the bullpen. And just back to that... You know what we said earlier. Their offense comes up with nothing. It makes every mistake huge when you can't do anything offensively. The defense and the pitching has to come through. And once again, we see the Nationals struggle offensively, even though they put together a few hits. Escobar two for four. Rendon one for four. Zimmerman one for four. Robinson two for four. Desmond one for four on the night. But Ramos 0 for three. Taylor 0 for four with a K. Ramos two Ks on the night. Worth 0 for four. Down to 192 average on the year. Uh, anything you can do at this point. They got everyone they have back, except for Stan. They're running them out there trying to get everyone going, but the
0: offense just couldn't pull up anything tonight. Well, no. I mean, that's just exactly it. The the, the five through eight hitters reached base twice tonight. And, you know, you're not going to score runs um, playing baseball that way. Quite honestly, um, they've got to drop Jason Worth in the the batting order. I mean, he's a hole in the middle of the order at five there. The only problem is, is that um you know that that except for the, the the rare outbursts like that last last night from Taylor, you know taylor hasn 't produced much in the, the last few weeks uh Wilson Ramos has been a black hole much of the season um you know he swung on the first pitch tonight, tapped it to second, and literally walked down to first base I mean I know that, that they they don 't need their two hundred and forty pound catcher busting ass in a, a five nothing <laughs> game and with spots in the ninth, but still um you know rolling over on the first pitch and then walking back to the dugout doesn 't help anybody um Desmond again. Um you know, we've been over Desmond Adnause and then uh, you know, we, we we've mentioned how he keeps teasing us and then um and then and then disappears again. But uh um, you know, if you're only gonna get two base runners um all night out of your five through eight hitters, you're not gonna win very many ball games. Update on
1: Harper from Massons, Dan Coloco just came out on Twitter. It says his left knee is swollen, hasn't made much progress since entering it last night. Still sore, but hopes to be in there tomorrow. Unsure at this point, so we'll have to wait until 10 o'clock tomorrow night to see. Uh, before we check out here tonight, our Vince Scully highlights for the night. I joked before the game that with the Nationals not doing much of anything, it was fun to watch Zach Greinke pitch for six innings, and I was kind of glued to the TV watching what him and Joe Ross were doing. Once he was out of there, it was a little bit more of a struggle, but Vince Scully kept us in there tonight, kept me interested at least. He recounted Literally like an inning and a half worth of the entire history of dropping balls from high places, including the Washington Washington Monument in D.C. There's old stories about them dropping balls and trying to catch them and seeing how hard that would be and then eventually dropping them from airplanes and blimps and everything. So that was interesting. Uh, The derivation of first in war, first in peace, less than the American League quote. First written by San Francisco Chronicle writer Charles Dryden in 1909, as Vince Scully said, there's been a long history of Washington baseball fans struggling and the Washington team struggling. We're all well aware of that at this point. But anything else from Vince Scully tonight stick out for you, or any thoughts on those stories he
0: entertained everyone with? Um well, it's 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 1:45 a.m. East Coast time. So can I do my Scully impression again? <laughs> Go right ahead. It's interesting to note that Joe Ross is Padres starter Tyson Ross's younger and much better-looking brother.
1: <laughs> yes, he also noted that his older brother can't seem to hold runners on while the younger Ross has done a much better job of that in his major league career so far. But once again, an entertaining that of baseball from him. And as much as I love Charlie and Dave and respect uh Bob and FP, and enjoy them that time listening to Vince Scully. This series has just been a treat. One more night of that tomorrow. A great pitching matchup. Zimmerman versus Kershaw on the mound. Any thoughts going into that, or are we looking at another tough night
0: for the Nats offense against Kershaw? I think pretty much most of Nats town just ought to go to bed early tomorrow <laughs> 58 and 54
1: on the year after tonight's loss. You mentioned two and a half games back. The Mets keep on winning. Causing trouble for the Nationals here. I didn't expect the Mets to be here where they are. I still kind of am waiting for them to start to fail, but they haven't done it yet. That's nightly sponsored by the district sports page and com. Another 10 o'clock game tomorrow night, so get some sleep. Luckily for you, Dave, you're out on the West Coast. It's not as big of a problem, but that's nightly sponsored by the district sports page and com. Signing off for the night. Doghouse says go
0: Nats. Hashtag free Trey Turner. I'll be to you tomorrow. Thanks.